Blog Talk Radio. Peace in their lives. 
So just like my angelic family, the Posse of Angels, I am very excited to take some of your calls for that free angel advice. You can call into the show on 646-716-6794. Again, that call in number for that angelic advice is 646-716-6794. But before we get to those callers, once again, everyone, welcome to Angel Healing House Radio, and thank you. Thank you for following the show. Thank you for recommending the show. Thank you for uh, being so loyal to the show. It's, uh, it's uh, four years uh, and a few months since we've had our four-year anniversary for these weekly shows. And if you've missed any of them, then you can go to the Angel Healing House radio, blog talk radio site, and just go down and, um, and see all of the different topics that have been archived and you can just click on that if you're not available to listen on live on those Tuesday mornings. And they're also available for download uh, for free from iTunes. I see that we have many, many callers on the line today. Um, I will take your calls in this order, um, 215-708-808-4444. If you are a regular listener, please uh, note that uh, uh, you'll know that I, I start to take calls somewhere around 25 past the hour. Um, and after I speak about the topic that the Posse of Angels would like to speak about this week, and they chose the topic called Miracle Angel Healings. So let's see what the, the Posse of Angels want to impart with us today to perhaps bring us more clarity, more direction, more peace, more happiness, joy, and love in our lives, because that is their main mission. You know, I read a quote uh, the other day uh, by Albert Einstein, and this quote read, there are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle, and the other is as though everything is a miracle. I've mentioned before on my radio program that the dictionary definition of a miracle is a surprising and welcome event that is not explicable by natural or scientific laws and is therefore considered to be the work of a divine agency. When this supernatural intervention occurs in a human being's life, it is so life-altering that for those whose lives have been touched by this divine intervention of a miracle, we are truly never the same again. And when it comes to the discussion of miracles, over the past almost 13 years through my healing practice, Angel Healing House, which by the way can be found at angelhealinghouse.com, I have been witness to extraordinary miracle healings. And in today's program, I thought I would share a few of those miraculous, seemingly unexplained healings that happened. In 2006, Samantha, a client of mine, now this is not her real name, Samantha had married her high school sweetheart at the very young age of 18, and she wanted to have a family straight away. As years and years went by, her dream of starting a family was not realized as she was having difficulty falling pregnant. Over the past six years, she had gone from doctor to doctor and had many tests to see why she could not fall pregnant. Each doctor confirmed to her that she had endometriosis, with one doctor saying that was, it was one of the worst cases that he had ever seen, endometriosis is an often painful disorder in which tissue that normally lines the inside of the uterus grows outside the uterus and can cause infertility. Under the definition on Wikipedia, it clearly states there is no cure for endometriosis, but the pain associated with it can be treated in a variety of ways. When Samantha asked her doctor what she could do to get rid of endometriosis and to fall pregnant, he agreed with Wikipedia's findings by telling her there is no cure for it, 
and adoption is your only answer, your only avenue if you ever want children. Crestfallen and deeply disheartened, Samantha, once positive, her once positive, optimistic nature turned to disappointment, and she spiraled into deep depression. In our first session together, Samantha shared with me her sadness of not being able to conceive, and all the time I saw the angels surrounding her and shaking their heads no, as if they were disagreeing with her. I intuited that there was an emotional block somewhere in her body that was causing this physical block to occur. I felt that the puzzle piece that was missing for her, uh, for her complete health was associated with her childhood. Asking her to speak about her childhood, she said she had a very loving mother. And when I asked about her father, the energies in the room had completely changed. Samantha's response was, my father and mother were not able to conceive for 15 years, and then suddenly my mother fell pregnant with me. My father, Sam, was elated as he desperately wanted a boy to carry on the family name. When I was born, my mother had a very difficult childbirth, and they told her that she would not be able to have any more children. The disappointment that the father showed to Samantha that she was not a boy was constantly evident. He didn't allow her to cry. He forced her to participate in cricket and football football and soccer sports, and these were sports that she had no interest in. He denied her taking activities with her friends that she loved, like ballet and art classes, saying that they were a waste of money. The older Samantha, Sam, grew the more she sought the love and recognition of her father, and she basically shut off anything and everything that had any semblance of femininity attached to it. She married young, hoping to have a child of her own, and she was determined that she would raise the child without the controlling that she endured. Over our five-month series of angel Reiki healing sessions and intuitive counseling, Samantha was able to clearly see that because her father only wanted a boy, she had unconsciously shut down being a female, which shut down her ability to conceive. With each session, the many years of accumulated negativity that had been stored in her body as blocking toxins of anger and sadness and bitterness and resentment and regret were slowly transmuted to positive light energies and her emotional well-being returned as she let go of the past. She forgave her father and put her emphasis on being grateful and loving and optimistic and loving herself for exactly who she was. It was towards the end of our fifth month of sessions that Sam went for a routine doctor's appointment, and she found out that she was pregnant. The doctors called it a miracle conception, but when Samantha told her doctor that she had been coming to see me for five months, the doctor just said, oh, it's just spontaneous remission. It's just a miracle conception. But deep down, Samantha, myself, and the Posse of Angels were not surprised. Now, the Posse of Angels is reminding us that God and the angels can work miracles when it comes to increasing the likelihood of reversing and eradicating dis-ease from the body, mind, and spirit. But it is we who have to work with the angelic energies in order to allow ourselves to be open to receive miracles. You can ask for miracles, but that doesn't mean you're going to receive them because your energies have to be open to receive them. They are reminding us of the saying that God helps those who truly help themselves. You know, not long after Samantha's miracle healing, I received a call from a mother who was in distress and did not know where else to turn. She explained that her teenage daughter, Brenda, again, not her real name, was addicted to drugs, in particular prescription medication. After I spoke with the mother for a while, she booked a session for her daughter. On the day of Brenda's appointment, the doorbell rang, and I was surprised to see a middle-aged lady standing at the door and no one else. 
At that moment, the mother pulled Brenda from behind her, and I gasped. Anorexic, skeletal, ashen-faced girl was shaky on her feet and unable to stand assisted. She was so zoned out that her mother literally pushed her into my arms and said, here, you do something with her. I'll be back in a couple of hours. As the mother transferred the girl to me, I put my arm around the teenager and assisted her to my office. I was horrified as there was no weight to lift as this young girl was emaciated. Settling her into my chair in my office, I gave her my client form to fill out. What first caught my attention was her shallow, labored breathing as if she was a fish out of water. She was so out of it that she had difficulty holding her head up and was having trouble reading and filling out the form. I knew from my previous work, assisting those people who were addicted to drugs and alcohol, that substance abuse can often cause cracks in a person's aura, and when this happens, dark energies can invade the body. These dark energies often use and manipulate the person's body, mind, and spirit in a negative, self-destructive way without their permission because they have silenced their empowerment by allowing their free will to be hijacked through the masking effect of substance abuse. The angels told me to forego the client form and get her on the massage table as quickly as possible. After getting her settled on the table, I said my usual invocation of working simply as a channel for God and for the angels to assist me. Almost immediately, Brenda fell asleep. I knew that the angels had put Brenda to sleep so that they could work very deep with her unconscious state. In her unconscious state, Brenda then began to relax and take very deep, extended breaths in and out, very different to how she was um, not really breathing, shallow breathing when she first came in. These breaths were rhythmic and steady, and I felt the impression that it was like building up steam for something to happen. With each one of her breaths, I could feel the energy increasing around her closed-down heart and received the angel's message that she had endured much trauma in her young life. All of a sudden, Brenda grabbed her heart as she sat bolt upright and opened her eyes. I then physically saw the angels lifting a dark cloud off of Brenda and replaced it with the light of God. And as they were doing this, Brenda's face coloring started to change. Her ashen gray complexion with deep pools of darkness underneath her eyes began to transform to a light, vibrant pink glow. And her cheeks that were sunken were now full, rosy and radiant. Looking around the room with her newborn eyes, she was dazed as if she was unsure of where she was. I explained that the angels needed to lift this darkness off of her in order to have any success with her journey to heal. She then sat down and we began the intuitive counseling session as she was now alive and awake. Now coherent and able to speak clearly, Brenda told me of the sexual abuse that she had endured from her stepfather when she was a young child and how her mother, who had been physically abused herself, knew about it and chose to do nothing. Having no support system and no self-worth, Brenda chose to escape through drugs and by not eating, she wished herself to die. Brenda cried and told me that with her being incoherent most of the time and unable to function socially, that her family told her that she was not allowed to attend her beautiful brother's wedding in three months' time. Now, every week, Brenda came for her weekly healing session with me and was able to unburden her great anger and sadness and resentment, and she became stronger and more empowered. Over two and a half months, she became so healthy and happy that her parents saw an enormous change in her life. It was at this time that I received a note from Brenda's mother saying, we do not know how to thank you enough and you and the angels enough for giving our daughter back to us. In fact, I took Brenda shopping 
today for a dress for her to be a part of her brother's wedding party. You, Candy, are a miracle worker. A month later, I received photos from Brenda smiling and looking absolutely radiant in her beautiful dress at her brother's wedding. You know, listeners, they say that things come in threes, and I could not help but notice that after my clients, Samantha and Brenda's return to health, I would be presented with another miracle healing. I was giving a presentation on my work as an angel practitioner, and I noticed a very distinctive-looking man in the audience. Covered with tattoos and dressed in biker leathers, he certainly looked very threatening. After my presentation, he approached me and said that he needed some intuitive counseling help with grief as he was devastated that his beloved wife had cheated on him and left him for another man. Bruce, again not his real name, had been married for 25 years to his Native American wife who was 25 years younger than him and they had a beautiful daughter together. The heavy burden of sadness from his wife's adultery was affecting him not only emotionally, but also physically as it was beginning to take a toll on his body. After we had our first session together, he had gone to the doctor for a routine checkup and it was discovered that he had a cancerous mastitis in his toe. The doctors told him in order to stop the cancer from spreading that he should get his toe cut off. He asked them that if the toe was removed, would that action arrest the cancer? And, that, and they said, we, we don't have any way of knowing till after it's cut off. A month after the removal of his toe, Bruce went back to the doctors and they told him that the cancer had spread and that he would have to have radiation, chemo, and surgery to arrest the disease. Bruce then decided that he wanted to proceed on an alternative route to addressing the cancer and he gave me a call. Knowing that we each have cancer cells within our bodies and that a strong immune system with high energies will keep those cancer cells from becoming a problem, I started to give him Reiki energy treatments once a week. In addition to improve his grief-stricken, deeply depressed energies, Bruce's sessions included intuitive counseling sessions in which he cathartically released his profound sadness. With his energies being increased from negative to positive, I addressed and suggested a change in his eating habits to reflect an alkaline diet and not an acid one. He gave up meat, wheat, dairy, and sugar, which helps the cancer cells to thrive. I also gave him recipes for making organic green juices several times a day. Over four months, he was able to see his life from a higher perspective, and he let go of the sadness and anger and the bitterness and the resentment toward his ex-wife, and he found his peace, joy, and self-love once more. He looked amazing, and his skin, which was once gray with negativity, now glowed with health and vitality. At the end of four months on this routine and regime, Bruce decided that he would go back to his doctor for a checkup. Upon seeing Bruce, the doctor was quite angry and said that he should have booked himself in immediately for chemo and radiation and, and surgery after his diagnosis four months previously. Bruce then told the doctor that he wanted to treat his cancer with alternative methods, blame the change in his eating, juicing, Reiki energy treatments, grief counseling, and the positive emotional change that he experienced in his perception and attitude. Afterwards, the doctor told him he would need to take a new set of x-rays to see how far the cancer had progressed in the last four months. When the x-rays came back, the doctor looked very confused, shook his head, and said, I cannot believe it. There is absolutely no cancer in your body. When Bruce told him that he was not surprised because of all the work he had done with me as his Reiki practitioner, the doctor laughed and said that has nothing to do with it. It's merely a case of spontaneous remission. You know, listeners, Bruce did his part to clear and cleanse his physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies, and then and only then he was receptive to allowing angelic assistance and the grace of God and miracles to assist him. Our bodies, our minds, our spirits are truly miraculous, and when we co-create with God and work to make sure that we are living balanced lives, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and we allow ourselves to let go of destructive, blocking negative emotions within us, we can then work with the miraculous energies of the angels in order to receive God's healing grace 
and to become emotionally and physically well again. Before we go on to talk about more miracle healings, we have so many people on the line today. I will try to get to you all. If I don't get to you, you can always call Angel Healing House um, on 831-277-3716 or go to angelhealinghouse.com to book your own intuitive counseling, angel readings, Reiki sessions, Reiki healing sessions, um, and these are wonderful hour-and-a-half sessions individualized in which we take a look at your life from a higher perspective uh, to clearly see uh, where they might be sabotaging and limiting beliefs in order for them to be freed up and the practical tools then to create a heaven-on-earth existence for yourself. So let's go to the phone lines. First caller we have is 215 you're on the line with Angel Healing House. Who am I speaking with? Hi, how are you? I am well. And it's Jennifer from New Jersey. Yes, I am, was really blown by your, uh, what you said about the um, the drugs, the first story. Oh, my gosh. Uh, about the endometriosis or the teenage girl? The teenage girl. Oh, yes, absolutely. When she came in, it looked like a she didn't. She didn't have enough energy inside of her, uh, and uh, to hold herself up, to even hold the pen, to be coherent at all. And um, and this was a surprise to me because I do not direct the healing. I'm nowhere, Jennifer, or listeners, do I put the word healer. Other people may call me that. I can't stop them from saying that. I call myself a healing practitioner, which is the assistant. I assist the contrast between God and that person if they contrast to get better. And I am the mere conduit for that to happen. And so it was such a, an amazing thing to see how she started building up that steam of deep breath and then suddenly grabbing her chest and sitting both upright. And then with my clairvoyancy to see this dark cloud being lifted off of her and the roses come back in her cheeks. Her eyes were white, and she looked as if she was newborn again. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I love, I love the, uh, what God has seeded in me to be able to bring forth. Um, but, again, it can only happen if that person opens to receive the grace of God in their lives. And a lot of people will ask for miracles, but they won't take the responsibility and accountability. In each one of those, in each one of those, that person took the responsibility of exhuming the crypt and going down and finding the emotional blockage, and they had enough courage in themselves and the faith of God to be able to um, uh, instigate the... um, the wonderful uh, tools, the practical tools that myself and the angels gave to them, and they were very diligent, and they brought that, uh, they brought remarkable transformative change in their lives. Wow. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, those, and those are only three of the stories that I have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I have a question. Question. Okay. Um, <clears throat> been talking with a fella for a while. Been friends with him for a while. And um, <clears throat> um, I um, reacted in an odd way. Um, I, I reacted normally. Um, I, rea- I reacted to him, and I want to know what your feeling is if um, we're, when am I going to hear from them? Okay. This is not within your control. Every, every second or third word that you use is um. It's, it's you're hesitating. You're either, you're, and this is your free will, you're either hesitating to open your heart to fully to receive love because of being hurt by love in the past, um, you know, because when we open ourselves to receive love, we're vulnerable. Uh, we feel splayed open. 
anything could ha- could happen to us if we fully commit to somebody. So uh, your your verbal cues uh, show me certainly, and the energies that you're putting off is that you're hesitant. And if we put a, put across any energies that we're hesitant, then we will get hesitancy in our reality. Um, and I just use the word um. <laughs> so no, I'm more nervous, more nervous because I'm I'm got, I'm a little guarded, and that's fine. He's the first person that I actually allowed in. Um, you so, know, I, so he you cannot you cannot control his actions. All that you can do is love freely, with no attachment. Allow the other person to just walk on their journey as they see fit, love them for where they, wherever they are, but this shouldn't stop you from loving them, okay? You say, uh, and all you can say is thank you. Thank you, God and the, thank you, God and the angels, for my wonderful relationship um, that, is, that is loving and kind and respectful and reliable and responsible and, and we cherish each other. Whatever, I don't want to put words in your mouth and let it go. And if it's this person, then that's fine. If it's this, if it's not this person, that's fine too. Let's go to the cards and see what comes out for Jennifer and her question concerning love with this gentleman. Okay, the first one is the Four of Swords, and this says, "Do your best and leave the rest." Basically, love, and then you must let it rest on your soul, whatever he chooses, because what he chooses has nothing to do with you. It, is, it has to do with his own paradigm and his own belief, okay? And if he's not ready to commit, then he's not ready to commit. There's nothing that you can do that, that you know, will make him expedite um, his speaking to you or being more enamored or anything like that. The next card that's coming out is a major arcana card. is the strength card. Strengthen your convictions to have courage to just love no matter what is coming back to you. And the third card is the Queen of Swords, and the Queen of Swords is the authority card. And that really is, I do my best, and I don't temper my love or anything that, you know, I believe in authentically, and then I am, I, I am just the authority on that, and then I can let go and allow people to be the authority on their own lives and, and live their own journey. So I hope that's been helpful for you, Jennifer. I'm going to take the next caller now. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Let's go to our next caller. If we can find the next caller. Yeah, you're down here somewhere. There's so many people calling today. This is wonderful. Um, that person dropped off the phone, so we won't go to that person. Let's go to 808. You're on the line with Angel Healing House Radio. Who am I speaking with? Hello, 808. 808, are you there? 808 is not there. Let's go to our next caller, 415. You're on the line with Angel Healing House Radio and Claire Candy. How am I speaking with? Hello. Um, My name is Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from the Bay Area. From the Bay Area. And... What is your question for the party of angels and myself today? Um, I can I can think a long time before I move into action, and so it's kind of a procrastination, and then maybe the moment passes. So mm-hmm. any anything about um, moving into action, you know, following okay. my heart. I follow, I follow, I'm interested in something, and but then it kind of stops before I really jump into it. Okay. Now, you could also be sabotaging yourself, too. Um, oh, yeah. And I'll oh, yeah. Just, it's all the same. Uh, okay. Yeah. The sabotaging and, and limiting behavior. And this often happens, um, for instance, I'll use myself as an example. Um, I've written three books. My next book, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, is coming out this, uh, this, uh, this next month in April. And um, uh, I remember when I first started channeling and writing books, um, especially my first one, um, uh, Angels of Faith, um, I could have stopped myself and say, said, there's been lots of books on angels before. 
Um, I never went to um, uh, uh, writing school. I never got certification in it. Who am I to, you know, Mm. who am I to write a book? But I thought to myself, but God is speaking in my heart because every time I, I think about writing, I get a wiggle inside of me. I wiggle like a little girl. I get goosebumps. And, mm. and I, I feel so joyful. So I did not stop myself from feeling joyful and bringing forth all of my books. And they are bringing back extraordinary opportunities for me now to be who I am and to love what I'm doing. So a lot of times we stop ourselves from doing something because we don't think we're worthy, we don't think we're, we're deserving, and the key component of that is we are. We feel as if we're in competition with someone else. Who am I? Who am I to do what I love doing? Who am I to, you know, to bring forth these creative efforts inside of me? Also, what stops us is, take for instance again, writing. I could have said, how am I going to make a living out of this? You know, like somebody who wants to be a, a painter. I'm going to be a starving artist. I'm going to be a starving writer. But I never brought my book forth to make money. That, was, that wasn't the first uh, thing on my mind. It wasn't for success. It wasn't the thing. It was for fun. It was because mm-hmm. I felt like this gift that God had seeded in my soul was such an integral puzzle piece of the planet that when I'm doing it, I'm affecting and nourishing and nurturing every other living thing on the planet. And that's, those things, um, the posse of angels are saying to you, Catherine, to take to heart. Whatever it oh. is that you get a wiggle and that you're inspired to do, do mm-hmm. it, because on the other side of that is miracles, is connections and opportunities to keep filling up your beautiful vessel to do more of what you love doing. No question about it. Let's go to the cards and see what comes out. One, two, that's on my shoes. First card that comes out to you is the patience card. It's a temperance card. Now, this is balance, balancing your, your knowledge. I mean, you wouldn't be calling into the show if you didn't believe in higher concepts and you didn't take, you know, you haven't allowed them to, uh, for yourself to be aware and conscious of the help that you have from the divine and the angels. And they're saying, on this card is a beautiful angel, and he or she is mixing, mixing the water, mixing the water from the physical to the etheric. Every time you're given a sign that your intuition, you know, gets you inspired to do something, if you do that and you have patience and you let go of the how and the when of, of you know, uh, things happening, and then you keep being diligent to just following those signs the angels are giving you and the excited feeling, then it will mix together to create miracles in your life. The next thing that comes along, and once you're doing this, bang, the tower comes in. Everything will change in your life. Everything. And that, I just heard from positive angels, that's a guarantee. That's a guarantee. But... They, they're not going to say it's going to change in the next five minutes or overnight or in a week right. because it's divine timing. It's not our timing. And the next one, perfect. I love this. Three major arcana cards. Listen up. Catherine, listen up, everybody. This is for <laughs> all of us. The next card is the death card, which is the beginning, which is the death of the way that we sabotaged ourselves and stepping mm-hmm. into those new beginnings. So... This is going to help you enormously if you let go. You're, you're not in competition with anybody because God created you special and unique with your own fingerprints and right. your, own way of telling, your own way of telling stories and, uh, and showing up in the world with all of your creative uh, projects inside of you. So uh, this is going to be life-changing for you uh, when you step forward. I hope that's been helpful. And um, thank you for calling in. Oh, wait, what was the third card? Temperance, death? Oh, and... the, oh the third card was the another major kind of card, which was the death card. No, you said that. Temperance, death, and what's the third one? Oh, no, temperance, the, the tower. Oh, Where tower. Everything, oh. everything, everything changes Got in it. your life. And the uh-huh. death card. Got so, it. So have a beautiful day. 
Okay, thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Go up here and use that. Okay, next caller. Um, uh, and uh, just a reminder, if you want to call in for um, an angel reading with myself, Claire Candy Hall, at Angel Healing House Radio every Tuesday we, uh, weekly program, uh, you can call in now on 646-716-6794. Next caller, 718, you are on the line with Angel Healing House Radio. Hello? Hi. Hi, this is Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Where are you calling from? Oh, I'm calling from New York. New York. And what is your question today, Stephanie? Um, I'm wondering if you think that uh, things could ever get better with my boyfriend's family. Um, they've been they've been really kind of cruel and ex exclusionary for a while now and it it sort of escalated over time to the point that we weren't included in the Christmas Eve and Christmas Day uh, celebrations this year and uh, Mm. his other siblings were and then his parents wanted to take us all on a trip which they've done for the last couple years and um, and we were excited about it. My boyfriend and I, uh, they they had wanted to go, I think, the day after Christmas to the day after New Year's to the Dominican Republic, which I've always wanted to go to. Uh, and then his brother and sister didn't want me to go or refused to go if I was going or something crazy and hurtful like that. And um, on the last two trips, they just ignored us the whole time. There weren't mm-hmm. any problems or fights or anything. And then the family ended up canceling the trips and, um, and I don't know, I just, and when I, and his mother's been really mean to me too. And I just, I find myself really sad about it. And, um, I got some news yesterday that I had some skin cancer biopsy results come back and they were, um, I guess like in the borderline, uh, area and I was glad they were caught in time and I gave her the news and she was basically like, I don't care. Maybe you should tell your parents. Like really cold, and I was crying almost all day, and I was surprised at how deeply, deeply it hurt me, and right. um, and I just yeah, it's it's very very painful, and I, I, I don't know. So I think we got the gist of it. Okay, all right. So first of all, there, you are getting very clear signs that you brought this to yourself because if it's in your reality, Stephanie, you co-create, we co-create everything that's in our reality. And it's, it's teaching you, uh, it's actually not teaching you anything, it's helping you remember to allow other people to walk their own journeys because they're divine as well. It may not be very easy to see them as divine, especially when your feelings are being hurt, but they are not hurting your feelings, you're hurting your feelings. You are expecting them to act differently. And, and what, what would be most helpful is you bless them. You bless them for where they are on their journey and the decisions and choices that they make. Because, you know, I often say I'll be damned if I, I uh, would allow anybody to tell me how to walk my journey and what I should do. But when we turn the mirror on somebody else, we said, oh, you should, I, you know, you should be acting in a different way. So it's your attachment, your attachment and expectation to them that they should be acting a different way. So it's obvious. They don't want to have anything to do with you. They don't care if you, your cancer grows or they just don't care. And they've shown that. They're being honest. Okay? So now it's what am I going to do with that? Okay? Uh, create your own holidays. You may not have the money then to go to the Dominican Republic, but you could have a, a wonderful staycation at home and would you maybe go to a, a free concert? I mean, New York has its fair share of, of free things, and you plan an extraordinary four-day holiday with you and your boyfriend to be able to, you know, uh, you know, cook exotic meals or go out for a meal or, you know, wander the city like a tourist or whatever. And you don't have to tell them about it because a lot of people will go, oh, you know, there, and call them up. I don't need your holiday. We did blah, blah, blah. And they could just say, so what? You know, it's not out of revenge. It's turning the mirror back on yourself and saying, okay, obviously, I'm not going to get anything from, from these outside sources. I'm going to thank 
God for, you know, for, uh, or, or thank myself and God for contracting them to be in my life to show me what I don't want. And then I'm going to now be proactive and make uh, provisions uh, to draw to myself those people who really do care about me because I'm going to support myself and then the universe will support me. So let's look at the cards and see what comes out for our lovely Stephanie in New York. Um, first card that comes out for you is the star card. This is a card of hope. This is the card of believing in yourself. Make yourself the star of your world. Wish upon a star. Put all of your focus and energies on making yourself the star. Don't make them the star in your show. You know, especially when they've shown that they don't want to be a part of your show. Next card that comes out is once you do this, wham, bam. Next card is the Ten of Pentacles, which is the happy family life, which is creating that happy life within yourself, within yourself and for you and with your boyfriend. And then you'll create uh, a different family around you. I mean, a supportive family around you, a like-minded family around you. And the next card that's coming out for you is the Page of Swords, which is the inner child inside of you. And the inner child wants to be recognized. Um, They want it to be supported. Um, And the most important part about our inner child is us. It's we recognizing our uh, and supporting ourselves and encouraging ourselves and getting our identity purely from our divine connection and knowing how special and unique we are. So those are amazing cards that have come out to you, Stephanie. I hope that's been helpful for you today. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, You're very you welcome. I need to, yeah, need to go on to the next call now. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Let's go to our next caller. Um, so many callers on the line, and we wanted to take them all in the proper order. Let's go to 916. You're on the line with Angel Healing House Radio and Claire Candy. How am I speaking with? Hi, thank you. My name is Wendy from Sacramento, California. Hi, Wendy from Sacramento. And what is your question today? Um, I had quite a journey with two. Um, big surgeries on my ring finger on my right hand and that happened in November thank god no cancer and mm-hmm. i'm going through physical therapy to get my range of motion back i'm going to see um dr evans on this coming thursday at 12 noon um mm-hmm. and i'm hoping and praying that he'll extend my medical leave okay and what's your question uh, that is my question. Will he extend my medical leave, and for how long? Okay. The impression that I'm getting from the Posse of Angels in this moment, because nothing is fixed, but in this moment, uh, with his free will, it looks like he will extend it, but they, they're not good on time, and they're saying, don't worry about the time, but it does look like they will extend at this stage, and do you, and more importantly, do you know why you contracted it for it to be on your ring finger on the right hand side? Yes. Okay. What? Why do you think that it, it the, the cancer occurred there? Well, uh, it was a tumor. Thank God it was not cancer. Um, okay. I, I don't know. Yes, I. Uh, thank God it was not cancer. They had to reconstruct my finger, and mm-hmm. um, I'm gradually getting back my ability to type and to do daily tasks like writing, etc. Okay. All right. Um, our right side is our physical direction. That's what they're saying. Then for you to take note of, often we we get um, illnesses physical illnesses which manifest on the right-hand side because we don't, uh, aren't attending to our physical direction in life. Um, uh, we've, we've closed down. Uh, we've closed down, uh, you know, that, uh, that, that masculine side of us that uh, wants to take pro, be proactive, step forward, and be assertive, and that kind of thing. So it's just an indication. And our hands are so 
invaluable for us to be able to create um, in our lives. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the cards and see what comes out for Wendy. Um, okay. First card that comes out for you is the Two of Pentacles. And this is this is the balance card. Um, this is uh, this is showing that um, you need to bring your you need to bring your life more back into balance, um, and uh, and certainly um, with the reconstruction of your of your finger and getting the mobility back, this is going to help tremendously with that. Um, the next card yes. is the three of the three of wands. Uh, this once this happens, they're saying learn learn from the past in honoring and respecting yourself. And then you'll see your ships come in. Then you'll see the direct result of your honoring yourself and bringing those uh, those uh, things that you're going to be doing to fruition. Um, and then the next card that comes out, out for you is the Ace of Swords, which is a, a card of new beginnings. So it all really does bode well. It says give yourself time and patience. Um, but at this stage, um, with everything in this very moment, now things could change, but they say it does look like it's going to be extended. So I hope that's been helpful for you. Yes, I, I appreciate you very much, and thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Let's go to our next caller. Next caller is um, 847. You're on the line with Angel Healing House. And Claire Candy Hawk, who am I speaking with? Hello. Hello, 847. Who am I speaking with? Lydia. Where are you calling from, Lydia? Um, uh, Franklin Park, Illinois. Illinois. And what is your question today? Um, I'm pretty new to um, all the spirituality, and I'm starting a journey to become a medium and... Um, basically wanted some insight. Okay. First insight, while I'm shuffling the cards, is you don't become spiritual. You are spiritual. You're a spirit in human form. You're a spirit in human form. There's nothing that you have to do to become more spiritual. Okay? Number one. Number two is when you were in spirit form, without the physical vehicle, you contracted. You contracted with the Etheric Council, a group of very sage, wise elders who I speak about in my book, One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness, as well as in my book coming out next month, I Am an Angelic Walk-In. Um, and uh, you contracted to come back um, and wrote your contract in your book of life with them and then to learn certain lessons and have certain experiences and to bring forth your talent on the earth plane in order to connect with your divine eternal nature and also to share your service to the divine with others. Okay. Um, so those are two things that they want you to know. Uh, stop putting pressure on yourself. Everyone's psychic. Everyone's telepathic. And uh, everyone, uh, you know, uh, has certain abilities. And one of your abilities is to bring forth this talent as a medium to speak with people who have uh, crossed over. So um, they're saying, take it slowly. Know that you don't have to be taught anything. You're being refreshed to remember what you already know. And this is just hearing those words is already creating a different energy in your body. You have done this before in a past life, and they're saying that you were destroyed because of this, and that's why there's a little bit of a hesitancy there to bring it forth again. But they want you to know that you will not be destroyed in this lifetime and that you will go on to, have, to bring wonderful messages to, uh, to clients um, uh, from their loved ones. Okay? The uh, first card that's coming out for you is... Oh, here comes the Ace of Swords. The Ace of Swords is saying that um, this is a new beginning, a new beginning in communication. The source has so much to do with our mental thoughts and our, and our communication. And they're saying the communication is just going to become stronger when you stop putting so much pressure on yourself. 
and allow yourself to remember what you already know. Um, that's a beautiful, beautiful card to start off with. Uh, next card is um, the card of the Nine of Wands. The Nine of Wands is the card of having done a really wonderful job. And, you know, in, and now you're waiting. You're waiting for the new to come in. But you're taking inspired action by taking those courses and to help you remember. And this is going to lead you to a career. Uh, do, do you have a website? Do you have cards? Do you have brochures already? I, I no, I don't. I, I I have my cards, but I just I don't know much about them. Um, I've always bought like crystals and stuff like that, and that I'm, I'm attracted to it. Um, but I've never okay. done anything with them. Okay, all right. Well, they, they want you to start um, building, um, you know, you can make a free website on Tumblr. Um, there's a lot of free things that you can do. You can get 250 business cards printed for, uh, for mediumship or for uh, intuitive readings or things like that. The more you start believing in yourself and putting yourself out there, the more that the universe is going to step up and, uh, and is going to see uh, that you mean business and is going to bring business to you. Um, and uh, the next card that's coming out for you is the Knight of Wands, which is the movement card. Once you start believing in yourself and taking inspired action to put yourself out there, then the universe will bring you back um, tenfold, you know, clients and people to recognize you and to uh, monetize and to create more abundance in you for further opportunities and connections. So, uh, so that's the card of movement. So these cards all bode very well for you to keep believing in yourself, let go of expectation and attachment, and all you need to do is just put yourself out there as honestly, as openly, as transparently as you possibly can um, and as authentically and just have fun while you're doing it. And the posse of angels are giggling and they're saying, please tell her, not to take it so seriously and to have fun while she's doing it. So I hope that's been helpful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Take care. Bye-bye. And that just about wraps up our show for today. There were just so many callers. If you did not get a chance to have your free reading today, know that you can always, always uh, call Angel Healing House on 831-277-3716 for your own individualized hour and a half um, angel reading, intuitive counseling session, um, and many times in there, the Reiki healing. Um, and you can do that either in my Los Angeles office or um, nationally and internationally um, using Skype and phone as the Reiki is um, distant healing. I'd like to thank you all, the callers. Thank you so many, so many callers called in today. And thank you for the listeners for tuning into the program. Please do remember that Angel Healing House Radio airs every week on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And uh, again, uh, if you would like to purchase my extraordinary books, Angels of Faith, One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness, and my autobiographical true accounting of my walk-in, my angelic walk-in experience. It's coming out next month. It's called I Am an Angelic Walk-In, and it will be available at angelhealinghouse.com, my website, as well as on Amazon. And everyone, until next time, Please do allow your absolutely beautiful, radiant light to shine forth and go out and fashion an absolutely beautiful life for yourself. Love and, as always, angel blessings. And I can't wait to speak with you again next week. Take care. Bye. Mm-hmm.